This tidbit comes to us from a uh, neighborhood uh, busybody, uh, R. Gordon, a uh, neighbor of mine. Uh, and this comes to us from an app called Nextdoor, in which uh, oh. uh, is just, it's just a wonderful, wonderful place of uh, beautifully decorated hate. So, uh, but in that hate and, uh, and uh, pettiness, every now and then, you get a little safety tip. I'm going to pass this little safety tip on. <clears throat> R. Gordon writes, hands in pockets. I would like to warn anyone who have a tendency to walk with hand in pocket. At the weekend, my brother-in-law was out for a stroll with his hand in pocket. Out of the blue, he tripped and landed face down on the concrete pavement, two exclamation points. <laughs> he was unable to instinctively put his hands out to save him. It was too fast. <laughs> Consequently, he sustained a number of injuries. And bruises, broken nose, broken rib, shoulder and tre- chest abrasions, and slight brain bleed. He led with, <laughs> he led with bruises? Oh, wow. <laughs> he is okay in hospital. Thank G apostrophe D. Uh, yeah, like, th- they, uh, <laughs> I don't want to call God out directly, but someone's in charge of uh, saving him from this tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Gods take so long to say. <laughs> you got to make a contraction. Keep us Thank guessing. Gad? Yep. Uh, it's thank you, uh, G Yahweh J is, <laughs> is how we will credit him on this podcast. I appreciate that. Well, since it's religious, I was thinking that he was going to say, "Walking with hands in pockets, the danger." My my brother in law was walking around with his hand in his pocket. He accidentally touched his penis, and now he's gay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's almost where it was going. But she concludes. That's how it works. A week before, a friend had warned me about such a scenario. <laughs> When she observed me walking with my hands in my pack pockets at the time. I am so aware of it now. Please take care. Please take care when out walking and swing those arms. Swing them once again. Wow. Not only glossing over the brain, brain bleed. bleeding, but yeah. also that her friend is a fortune-telling gypsy. Yeah, except your friend didn't tell the guy who fell and has a brain bleed now, but uh, he Someone told you? someone somewhere... And mm-hmm. then somewhere else it happened to someone else. <laughs> Therefore, A to B. Psychic. QED. Swing those arms. Direct line. The apocalypse is near and we're all bound to suffer miserable, damn near imminent deaths, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, but what's the downside? Matt, I want to let you know, I, I am not downed by that sentence. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. This is my jam. Well, hopefully this episode can can uh, get you in that Corey state of mind. Because, I mean, uh, I'm not typically a, a doomsday guy. I'm, I'm generally an optimist. But uh, I think, like a lot of us, I start getting a little worried about humanity with the, with the pandemic, uh, killing millions, and then you got you know, riots and protests spawning out of that, and that's a little unsettling. And then uh, I started getting a little more worried about an actual, you know, nuclear annihilation when the U.S. and Russia, they're stoking, mm. they're bringing that retro Cold War vibe over Ukraine, and it's like, Nice and nostalgic. Shit. Yeah. Right. A little slice of nostalgia. Good old-fashioned saber-rattling. I was fully convinced, though, that the world is coming to an end uh, when the Bengals made the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and let me say it another way for Grant, and uh, who's, since we're recording this uh, before the Super Bowl, when the Bengals won the Super Bowl, 
<laughs> and Grant, you can you can slice that in, and uh, whichever one is more, whichever one is more correct. Yes. Um, Hell so yeah! That- <laughs> they were so close. There, pick. You can pick either one. <laughs> Uh, so if that's not enough to convince you to start planning your hashtag bunker life, uh, nothing will be. So personally, I've started shopping for bunkers, and I have found a real beaut. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this week, we're going to talk apocalypse bunkers. We're going to guide you first-time buyers through you know, the low-end models all the way up to the world-class facility underground of your dreams. So... <laughs> From clunker to bunker. Yeah. Cover the whole spectrum. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should quit the podcast. That's a reality show, right? Like we follow people from we fix up we we adopt a British accent, we go around to their junky old bunkers, scream at berate them and call them donkeys until they clean up the oh, entire yeah. their you know. As long as they call cl- me chef. Yeah. <laughs> yes. they, have to, they have to say yes, chef, to everything. But, I know we're not bunker cooking. Rescue. <laughs> bunker rescue. Bunker yeah. rescue, yes. Our bunker rescue bunker nightmares. I was thinking like the makeover ones where you don't scream at them, but then like we add live, laugh, love on the wall or so just some yeah, cursive exactly. writings like, uh, what are, what yeah. are those? It's, I, it, it, no, those are the nuclear codes. <laughs> but they're makeover, in cursive bunker edition. And on the wall, yeah. So I'd like to, let, let's, just, let's imagine some of our audience haven't already purchased bunkers or invested in bunkers. Weird, but okay. Uh, I know, a little, a little odd, but this is a public service announcement, right? Um, I want to just first start off with any sort of do's and don'ts. So then we're going to talk through more specifics. We'll get through, um, you know, the different types, low end, high end. I'm going to really brag about the one I've got my eye on. But just want to come out the gate with do's and don'ts, and I'll I'll go first here. So don't care what other people think about you. Uh, it's worth a lifetime of being the crazy conspiracy guy for that astronomically small chance that someday you'll get to lord it over their dumb, <laughs> rational corpses. Mm-hmm. When they won't be alive anymore to know that you were right. Stupid corpses. <laughs> Dumbasses. Uh, and do be sure to bring up your bunker plans to any and all who are willing or not willing to listen. Um, I, I can't stress uh, Matt's do's and don'ts enough. Uh, having known people that were living that bunk life, you got you. If you don't let people know that you're eating six month old dried beans because you have to cycle through your 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 stock of food, you're never eating anything fresh ever or enjoying yourself for a minute. You gotta get some enjoyment somewhere else. You gotta <laughs> mm-hmm. do it by telling them like you're all idiots. I'm gonna live forever. That's why I'm miserable right now. <laughs> right. You pretty much capture it with talk to everyone about it constantly. The okay. thing is, you, you. I don't know if you were implying it or maybe it's just in my head, but. There can't be any other aspect to your life. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is all there is. You're becoming You're bunker a hashtag guy. bunker person, right? Oh, that, yes. that is mm-hmm. that becomes your lifestyle. It's it's more than it's more than a state of mind. It's a lifestyle. It's a brand. Mm-hmm. So uh, when it comes to having like an actual plan, okay, no. then I do have do's and don'ts. Um, do not worry about it. Um, do not uh, worry about it. Um, uh, I mean, an actual plan and like you're hey, what the fuck are you even talking about? Like, a, is it like a nuclear war or whatever? You don't fucking know. You're just a kook. 
You're going to be a kook. Just fucking lean into being a goddamn kook. Kook is by the seat of your pants. Just say everything with 100% conviction, and and you're good to go, man. I mean, fucking plan. I mean, I'm going to have a plan for my bunker mat and what I want to do, and I got ideas, but it doesn't have to be like a real plan that makes sense and shit. Shit. Don't uh, rain on my parade just yet, because wait till you see the bunker of my dreams. Yeah, get that acid rain out of here from hey, the Matt, nuclear fallout. Matt, there, there's no rain that your bunker can't withstand. So don't let that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So don't let don't let him irradiate your your food stuff. It's rainproof. Shit. Yeah. Rainproof. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not raining on a parade. I'm saying this is a way to go. But okay. when you might go like, well, what if this? And then you got to plan this, and you got that. <laughs> you don't have to gotcha. do anything. And gotcha. you can buy the ration food and just throw it away. You don't have to be like Corey eating like those <laughs> dusty old beans or something like that. Just order a pizza. Fuck it. Those beans are going to be in there and you might be mad later on, but you're probably going to get vaporized if a real nuclear war happens. Just shut up. You're the cool bunker guy now. It's really God. more about bragging about the lifestyle yes. that you've chosen, right? My God, yeah. So speaking of bragging, and I, I, I don't want to give too much away here because I don't want somebody to snap this up, but... I was recently, this is kind of how I came to the subject, I was recently on on Zillow scrolling through listings. Um, you know, it was a Friday night, that's what else you're yeah. going to do. And I came across a zero-bedroom, one-bathroom, <laughs> decommissioned <laughs> Atlas F nuclear missile silo complex. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a full bath, right? It's a full bath. <laughs> 6,900, nice, Square feet of Cold War glory for only $380,000. Matt. That's a steal. How, Matt, how many square feet did you say? 6,900. 6,900. And one bathroom. <laughs> one bathroom. No bedrooms. <laughs> you can add more. You know add. what? I'm telling you what, Matt, right now, I don't have to visit it. I don't have to know the realtor. Those, those lower levels, there's a bucket. <laughs> yes. Look. Why even go down to those lower levels, Corey? You don't need a bucket. You just I'm look, just saying we like we got the first hundred feet our living space and the last hundred feet. Eh. Ben, the it's bottom lower. the bottom couple of layers, lower. you're like, God damn it, I dropped my phone again. I gotta go down there. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta pee. I'm not taking the elevator two hundred stories back up. I'm just using the bucket. If I remember, by the way, Matt maybe it was on more than six acres. It was on like a large pot, plot of land too. Right, because with a Quonset the... hut. Ooh. You just said the <laughs> keyword. I'm think I'm in. <laughs> How do you say that word? Quonset. Okay, yes. It's a, there's a Quonset it's building. It's the holiday in December for like the Pan-African celebration. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. Matt, this is a code word to getting into bunkers. If you know the oh, you got a Quonset up there, the guys like, "All right, mm-hmm. come on, let's show you the bunker." Fellow bunker. Mm-hmm. Fellow bunker head. Right. You're going to yeah. find a doorway with an exhaust pipe. Uh, Only bunkheads know how to say it. Mm. The bunkheads. It's on 11 acres. You got the Quonset. You, there's some, some little shacks and outbuildings. But you got this giant open area with barbed wire fence around. And it's an actual fucking nuclear missile silo. The yes. type where people would go to work down in there, sitting there, holding a key, just waiting for the president to call so they could stick that in and, and <laughs> yep. turn that sucker that yep. and apparently waiting for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, there was more. I mean, I did read, oh my gosh, this was the hardest thing today was podcast prep and not going down the rabbit hole of nuclear cool shit. Um, 
I, I was reading like, okay, well, what was an Atlas F missile? And it was only for a short period of time that mattered or that that, that was the, the one for the U.S. because it took a long prep time. And, you know, you want to be able to be like, ah, them damn commies launched one at us. You got to press the button and shoot it back. They're like, hold on. First, we're going to warm the engine up for, uh, you know, two hours. And then we're going to, and that's why these didn't, they had a short period of active life. Fuck this sensible device. But then I went back. Well, what was the replacement? How does a new? How does a, How does a hydrogen bomb work? Well, how does? What do you mean? It's got styrene foam and what? What about this part? Oh my god! It was so hard to resist that. However, let's get back to the the, the topic well, here. I'll tell you my little cul-de-sac-y bit here. <sighs> uh, they often don't have a laundry facility. You put your old clothes in a bin, and then those bins are thrown in concrete. So while we're shopping oh. in this nuclear missile silo, let's keep that in mind that our clothes we don't have to wash them. We'll just throw them in, store them in concrete. We'll be fine. Um, okay, so the place looked a little run down. I'll be honest, it hasn't it's, it's been... A, it's a fixer-uppers, uh... Mm-hmm. Pl- bring your imagination, I think the uh, <laughs> listing says. <laughs> if I was suddenly free from familial obligations, and I don't have, like, that that calls to me a, a certain part of me that's just mm-hmm. like, look, you're gonna have this weird underground thing. Uh huh. Yes, and um, in and I mean yes, and in the improv sense of like that is my answer to everything. Then you would from have then to pry it from forever. my cold dead hands, Ben, because yeah. I, that is right. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. I I saw this listing and I'm like looking over at my wife, like, he's. Are, do we have to stay married? Is this worth it? You know, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> look, every kid. I've not met a kid that I didn't. I've met uh, introverts and extroverts, uh, creative and non-creative. Every kid makes a pillow fort. Every sure. kid makes yep. a pillow fort, and mm-hmm. that is a starter bunker. It's you're it's you're starter. playing bunker. They're playing bunker right now. Yes, uh, we're in here. We're safe from all of you. You can't come in. That let's that's a good transition because what I want to start with is like what is the minimum you can do to call it a bunker? And like so, question number one: Does a bunker mm. have to be underground? You know, yeah. I, I'm gonna say my I, I have I have my my list of bunkers and I've I've, I've labeled them a little bit like um like art pencils like you know an <laughs> HB uh, okay um I think uh, I think there are five levels of bunker okay uh, and they're they're not it's like you know it's not an exact thing it's just kind of like a general area and the first one is um, uh, LTP which is lean two pallets. <laughs> so you throw the, you throw something a bit like like fence. You don't have to be a pallet, but something just kind of you can hunker in. Okay, that's that's step one. Bunker. Okay, bunker. You're, you can hunker. You're in a bunker. Vaporized. If you can hunker, Grant, it's a bunker. <laughs> All yeah. you can do is hide from society in one of these, and not even that well. Um, so you got your L, your LTP. Then it goes to RV, which stands for RV. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a mobile bunker, my friend. You don't have to bunk down in one place. Mm. Uh, that now still not safe at all. Uh, in fact, also cancerous. Uh, the next level up, I would be a BRV, which is a buried RV. Yes. Mm. You, you you get a you get a. I was thinking the same thing. Bury yourself you, in RV, and you're you're. I can't imagine a problem with that. You know, best case scenario, it's like it's an airstream, but it doesn't have to be. It could be right. a pop up. T- be a dirt camper. stream. Just just make sure to pop it up before you bury it. I bet there is a buried RV somewhere with like oh, yeah. the exhaust. There's a garden hose from the exhaust pipe yeah. that goes out to the yep. earth, like outside. Ben, oh, yeah. I have a gardening book here that's like got an old milk truck. Turn it into a pantry. 
like how to bury like an. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like milk trucks are made of aluminum. They make great uh, like cold cellars. Like oh, yeah, people have been doing of, this. Yeah. Uh, BRV is pretty much that mid range where I can afford because after that you get into an HB. That's your half bunk. Okay. Uh, like we knew a kid in our town, uh, the Rikis. They had like a little half bunk house, kind of buried oh, in the house itself. It's a little house. Split level, but also just kind of like we are buried because it's it's geothermal, earthen, mostly earthen. Because after that, you've got uh, uh, an F uh, FBB, which is the full blown bunk. (laughs) Okay, Um, that's like lighting uh, that like intentionally bunked down there. You know. Okay. Okay. I really appreciate that naming system because it it clicks all it checks all of the like nuclear bunker kind of uh, code and uh, regulation boxes for me. So it's I appreciate the the system you've developed. The only thing I would mention in there is like it seems like all you really need is a tube. Like as I've done <laughs> any sort of research for for actual bunkers you can purchase it's mostly just a big tube that you bury mm. uh, have you seen have you guys seen the, the like tube bunkers no oh, absolutely 100 have you seen these people talking about yeah. you've seen the tubes <laughs> no mr leno exactly <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you'd google like uh you know a survival bunker or anything it is it's like a silo but you just, it's just a tube that is buried and um maybe that's just the cheapest way they ah, can make here's them a, but here's a good one for um for for participants of this podcast, remember the silos of Grandma's house, the the two grain silos back mm-hmm. on the farm. Imagine if those were just you could just crane them up and throw them on their side and just put them in a pit, and then there were some stairs leading down into it. Yep, that's exactly that's exactly what they are. Um, how many dozen weapons is the right amount of weapons uh, to have in your bunker? Okay, I'm looking at my I'm looking at California standards for bunkers. <laughs> uh and the building code is chocked full. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I mentioned on these tubed bunker websites, every one of the little like um cartoon mock-ups are just replete with like assault rifles and things on the walls <laughs> of these bunkers. <laughs> See. Uh if you go to uh Atlas Survival Shelters.com. They're the world's largest bomb shelter factory. Uh, you'll see some of these tubes and the uh, and the cartoon arsenals that they have in there. But I don't actually. For for me, well, one, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have a, a nuclear missile. Uh, you know, keeping keeping the hobos at bay. But um, I don't. You're outside with it like it's a broom. You got the whole missile. You're like shaking at him. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Get- yeah. No loitering. I, I'm like, I'm, I want to make sure I've got food and, you know, maybe entertainment, but I don't really care to stockpile weapons. Matt, that's back to my point. Uh, do not worry about it. Do not <laughs> worry about it. Right? <laughs> Look, let's, let's do the tiniest practical exercise. So there's a, the idea is that this is going to protect you and you'll be able to withstand this. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to weather the storm. Yeah. What and, and who do you bring inside? People that you are like are on your team. Why do you need a whole bunch of weapons in there? <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you're gonna wipe out the people that are? Or are you gonna like afterwards? You're gonna kill all the survivors? Or shut the fuck up? It doesn't make any sense. But that's not the point. 
The point is that you got this like cool badass thing, and you probably better have like a stockpile of arms or something if you want to look like you're serious. So yeah, yeah, that's no true. practical consideration whatsoever. Yes, you need a big stockpile of arms. I know we'll get into uh, who's going to be invited to the bunker and stuff, but uh, come on, uh, I, you got to look like a legit bunker head. Well, that's where I'm going now because Corey said you're there alone. Well, what is your guys' plan? Are you are you are you writing out the apocalypse uh, solo, or or do you got a system of like who you bring down there, how they get in there? I am telling everyone that they're in, but not to tell <laughs> anyone else because it's like the guy at McDonald's. Like, listen, you give me some more fries, maybe I'll let you in the bunker, and I'm gonna have all these things going on. If there's an actual event of some sort, we're all going to be vaporized anyway, and I don't care. Or, 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 then I'll like, okay, there's all these people like lined up outside my bunker. You know, there's the everyone's uh, turned into zombies, and they're all coming for us. They're all lined up, and it's like, listen, uh, they're, they're like, you promised, and you promised. I'm going to let a, in like a doctor, um, a chef. As many hot babes fill the rest of the seats, and then it's like everyone else can fight it out or something like that. Like, uh, look, I'll yeah, cross that bridge when I come to it. But at the first part, I'm telling everybody that they're allowed to be in in exchange for favors and be in the weird bunker guy. That's brilliant because it also speaks to the living the lifetime of being the bunker guy before ever probably actually needing it. Yeah. And so you're really taking it. That's how you make the bunker work for you is get the favors of telling people that you'll let them in the bunker. That's why I make the big bunks. Uh, Grant, can you edit that out uh, immediately? <laughs> Please do. Uh, we, uh, I will keep it in to shame you. Damn it. Now I'm never going to be the bunker guy. I'm still going to be the bunker guy. still going to be the bunker guy. Grant, do you want to uh, be in the bunker? You can edit that no. out. If you, if you want to be in the bunker, you can edit <laughs> that out. I have my own uh, bunker. Oh, damn, 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 damn. All right, Grant, and you're, are you riding solo in the bunker? No, I think I'm going to let in whoever's most famous. Uh, and the thing is, like, I'll just say, one person gets in, it's whoever's most famous. And probably not, like, you know, Tom Cruise or whoever will be interested in, but I, it, whoever is, there'll be, that'll catch someone. Someone yeah. will be desperate to be, I'm, I'm famous, and they're not really okay. famous, but it'll catch someone, but Local then that'll man. catch someone else. And someone else, and eventually it'll get to me and Tom Hanks being best friends. So ah, so you keep like you start with a worm, you catch a fish. You use that fish to catch a bigger fish. You use mm-hmm. that fish, use and, that worm uh, to catch a bigger worm, and eventually yeah. biggest worm of all, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> so are you and are you and Tom like reenacting his movies? Uh, I'm just quoting Forrest Gump for the- to him. I don't know how he'll feel about it, but I'm just saying you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan, over and over again. <laughs> He's like, well, actually, I would be Forrest. I would be the one saying that, right? Or... You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> See, this is why I – that's exactly why I don't think there should be an arsenal in the, in the uh, bunker because you don't want – Tom Hanks to eventually snap on you. Right. That was my practical point earlier of like, you know, you're going to go stir crazy in there with whoever you've got. Oh, great. Let's leave a bunch of uh, weapons. Uh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Don't have a bunker. Wait a day. There'll be some empty <laughs> bunkers. You can hermit crab into one of the bloodier ones at that point. <laughs> Just knock until you hear nothing. That's That's how you know. <laughs> Go away. I absolutely, I will. I might be back later. Sorry to bother you. Bang, wait, let me knock again. <laughs> uh, 
Well, you guys are all suckers. No one gets in the bunker. No one. <laughs> First off, you guys are looking at it. I'm in it. This is a room where I can go to get away from people. I have just as much chance of surviving a nuclear blast in my video game uh, music room as I do in any other uh, mode of living. I'm slightly buried in the ground, so no rads. That's what I'm guessing. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Here's the thing. If some people want to like hustle in as the door's shutting in my bunker, I'll be like, holy shit. The 12 of us have a, are about to have a weird, like, five days before we die. Uh, but if it's just me, I'm like, sweet, I got some, I'm going to start playing some old video games that I know I never wanted to finish. You're kind of, like, making me want uh, the apocalypse. Like, that's mm. that sounds pretty glorious. Are you guys worried about rations at all? Shit. Ben's, mm. Ben already sounded like... I'm, Live I'm, I'm free guessing. or die, baby. Uh, <laughs> ration, smashing. You just eat and do what you're going to do, and we'll yeah, cross that bridge when it. you come to it. Well, Ben, if you haven't stocked up, let's say right now oh. your phone vibrates and it says, Amber Alert, nuclear death <laughs> imminent, and you got to run to the bunker. How are you eating? What are you eating on for the next couple I of weeks? I stocked the bunker. Look, you, got, you, you fake it till you make it. Like I stock, The bunker has all the AK-47s and all the AR-15s and all that stuff. It's also got a whole bunch of like lentils and dried beans and bullshit like that. It's got the food. It's got the stuff. Now, if I get the Amber Alert, I know any minute now I'm going to have the doctor, the chef, and the hot chicks. Um, <laughs> and we're going to have like some bean times and some, some good times for a little bit. But I'm not going to go like, all right, we have 45 days. Each day we're allowed to have a bowl. Uh, Just yeah. do what you're going to do. And they'll go, shouldn't we be rat? We're all going to die. Ben, I love that. We're all going to die. I love that your your organizational system includes one bin that can just be labeled AR5 bean. Pretty much. I mean, I'm going to have stuff. It's just like the planning of it, again, you what you don't know what you're trying to actually plan for. Just let it go and again, do not worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of already proven Ben's uh, theory. Uh, living in California now, you're supposed to have like some earthquake prep stuff, and uh, every time I hear that on the radio, I'm like, shit, I need to do that. But once I did try when we first moved here, it was like, oh, I guess earthquakes are a thing, and I bought like the big a big jug of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, Put it in the closet for um, in case I'm thirsty for earthquake times. <laughs> and like, I don't know, two months later I went in there and it was empty because there was like a hole in it and the closet was soaking <laughs> wet and everything was like musty in there. Hey Matt, mm. welcome to California. I, I was about to tell I you my. Right? <laughs> I was about to tell you my my story of moving to California, putting a jug of water in the closet, and then mopping up some wet floorboards months <laughs> later. Oh, there's a. Yeah. Ah, oh, there was a, there was like a, like a staple sticking out of the ground. It just boom. So that's my survival skills. You know, there, there is something to it, to all of this, of the preparation. Um, we have snowmageddon, or we had that recently. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a great big snowstorm in our area, and my normal grocery day, well, we were had a level two snow emergency, and uh, okay, well, what are we going to do for the next couple of days? We always have some beans. We've got some leftovers. We've got some stuff. Uh, got some booze. Got some. Uh, got some other kinds of things. Um, 
you should have a little something so you can go a few days in case you really need to. But honestly, guys, if it's going on longer than that, you're just fucked. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, a couple of days uh, and that's unfortunate because remember when I said I was really horny for that nuclear silo? Yeah. I may have uh, already signed paperwork and put it on down payment for that Ooh. thing. So, let's just let's think outside the box here then. If if uh, if a bunker is perhaps not worth the investment, but let's say in theory someone has already invested in a bunker, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and that bunker is a decommissioned uh, Atlas uh, F class uh, nuclear missile silo. What what are other things you could do with it? Because Ben, you already said like even just ha- like we're not yeah probably hashtag yeah. bunker life people, but like how fucking cool would it be? So like what would you do with it? And and just to be clear. I'm saying that like your plans are silly if you're trying to plan for some nuclear disaster or something. But I'm not saying don't get a bunker and hang out in it because yes, yeah, that's still awesome. Let's let's say theoretically Matt just mortgaged himself into a bunker, (laughs) into Uh some old irradiated silo. Uh, But like, but like he's saying, we don't have to bunk in it. We could have fun right now. so some non-apocalyptic uh, silo ideas. Uh, number one, add some color. It's probably a lot of concrete <laughs> down there. Um, so bright colors, bold patterns, and maybe some RGB lighting. Um, It'll really make it pop. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> which, which, probably the first time in a long time that they've wanted something to pop in that silo. <laughs> um, I think uh, once you've got that color on the wall and it's popping... I think you you got levels, so uh, open a, a bunker themed uh, audio like music recording studio. Uh, open a video game development studio. Mm. Uh, on another level, open a sex dungeon. It doesn't matter. The name alone will sell these things. Like the games don't have to be good. The music doesn't have to be good. Oh, it was recorded at Fallout Studios, you say? Ooh. Mm. And final, I'm gonna say. Anything. It's a damn silo. I'll go right now. I'm looking for tickets online and I can't find it. Like, how do I get into this damn silo? I want in. That, I, I I love it. And honestly, I thought about a recording studio as well. The acoustics got to be great. No, it right? got to be. It's a underground they silo. Be. <laughs> mm, for that. Nah. And if they're not, there's computers for that shit. Yeah, computers <laughs> will fix it. Uh, Grant, what would you do with uh, with the bunker? Well, I have two main suggestions. Uh, the first one, I mean, it kind of writes itself when you think about it. So you got a missile silo, right? So there's a long vertical shaft that's empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and a around it, there's shaft. all these different like walkways, right? Level after level after level. This is an NBC Suites. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Uh, it's the best damn embassy suites you've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the, yes. that's the lame suggestion. Embassy but the S W E E T. Yes. Oh, it's, yeah. the, it's, yes. it's spelled with the, with the W. Uh, the real For suggestion, though, is to make it look like the silo level from GoldenEye and turn it into a laser tag arena. Woo! Ooh, hell yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, ben, what about you? Um, well, uh, I'm going to 
I'm going to look at the land and I'm going to take the things that I know that work and I'm going to put them in that setting. So we've got uh, a 200 foot spiral escalator uh, <laughs> down, down to an exclusive shop where you can buy celebrity alcohol. Um, and, and times change so it's hard to say like who's going to be on top um, but it will 100% be Kanye and his new line of Yadka uh, so 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 giant escalator and celebrity booze that's the gin from the godfather <laughs> oh my god and it just shows Marlon Brando smiling it's with so an famous. orange cut like teeth in front yes. of his uh, yeah. okay I I'm mostly inspired to see this uh, spiral escalator. Two hundred feet down, it's going to take like five minutes on the escalator. It's going to be so <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, my idea was a movie theater because you've got all that space. You're stacking, you know, each theater on top of each other. You could probably, you know, fit twelve or fifteen plexes in that thing. You genius, Matt. You do the ratings by how deep you got to go. Oh, down to the R what level. What are you kids doing down here? This is the R yes. level. Because it's oh, so many movies are great projected onto a curved surface, like oh, the yeah. wall of a. It's, yeah. um, we'll call it. Um, it'll um, be like an c- IMAX. Cinemascope. Cinemascope. There it is. Yes. I wanted to go off. But imagine, there. you know, watching something like Doctor Strange Love or Mad Max in an actual underground nuclear silo. That's, yeah, that's pretty, pretty fucking cool. Um. I have a feeling the egress is probably not great. Mm. Uh, so, so we'll have people sign waivers. Um, but the, the, the attraction isn't just apocalypse movies. Imagine watching Spider-Man and getting <laughs> bit by an actual radioactive spider. <laughs> and there will be spiders. <laughs> Matt, Matt I, I, I'm, I'm missing one word. Does egress mean line for the single bathroom? Uh, but so there's a there's a solid chance you you could develop a superpower and if not talk about a 5d cinema experience you're getting bit by the spider Mm -hmm. yeah so i think i think it sells itself um so you know what you guys have given me plenty of good ideas and i do not feel i do not regret the purchase of my nuclear silo and uh little captain travis uh if you want tickets to our bunker uh, paradise, um, you're going to have to do us some favors. Let us know what you would do, and uh, we may let you in. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, and to find plans on how to bury your RV underground, uh, you, can find, you can find them on Instagram by following us. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says... Uh, Ain't no war like a Cold War, uh, and all of the Cold War content that you can uh, get your mitts on is going to be found on Twitter, where uh, at Free Legal Pod. Yeah, and if you like the show, let us into your bunker. How are you going to get through the apocalypse without podcasts? That's I, true. Everyone else is going to be vaporized. Let us in. Can't do it. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 112. So apparently my wife worked at a county fair 
one county over. Um, this was like a high school a truth -telling or booth? college job kind of thing. Um, and she worked at a fried, a fried fill in the blank booth. Mm -hmm. oh, where we'll fry Oreos. We'll fry Snickers. <clears throat> and she said, it, well, she has a lot of carny stories and trash. They're, they're, I was like, tell me your stories. I'm like, it's just really, really trashy people. I once saw someone wearing this. I saw someone <laughs> wearing that. But, um, the the whole booth was a retired couple thought, wouldn't it be fun? Wouldn't it be like our quaint uh, retirement dream to buy a fried booth and take it around to uh, county fairs? But the worst part, hmm. she said every time someone ordered the, the fried Snickers, the guy would say, snickerty-dickerty-doo. Like, he would yell that out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Sorry, I should give you a warning. Yeah. No, yeah, content when warning. When did she murder him, yeah. and how quickly was she acquitted? Wow. Uh, <laughs> One, yeah. that's terrible. By the way, I, I like how it's it's their retiring dream. Instead of getting an RV and cruising the country, they're, like, trapped in a loop, like a skipping record. <laughs> like, they can only yeah. go to these places, and it's always frying. Damn it. Back to square one. I think yeah. we can all take solace in the fact that since this was, like, 30 years ago, and they were old then, that they are now dead. <laughs> we can take well, Here's the thing. They're probably this was cursed. 30 years ago, and a lot of those carnies were only four to ten years old. Um, they're clearly dead. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the lifespan of a carny is, but um, I could re I could recognize same as a cat. horses from same as a cat. Okay, I don't know how long a cat lives. Um, <laughs> Hundred years. Same as a carny. Uh, Hundred and fifty. Same years. as a carny. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I had just assumed it was a different group each time, uh, mainly from their disinterest in lack of eye contact. Um, and yet the rides were like, oh, that's where I puked on that one. It's still there. Mm. <laughs> so I got the same puke. So I just assumed they just inherited it. Hey, with the the getting a fried thing, you know, when it's just a trailer and you can, you're can you you're going to make money on that yeah. hand over fist. How hasn't the hammer ever gotten into having like an elephant ear trailer? <laughs> right. <laughs> the, yeah. the person who has fallen for every get every late night. Well, maybe it hasn't been. Maybe they haven't been selling this on late night TV. Oh, okay, then. that's what that must be. No, here's, here's what you do. You get a trailer to take around that has little coin-operated uh, <laughs> well, it's, it. it's a double-headed trailer. One sells fries, one sells the You go to the people. Cakes. What, are you going to wait for everyone to come into this? Uh, what place is this again? You're going to wait for everyone to come into this place and use it and buy your nuts and gum? No, take it to the people. <laughs> That's where the money is. It's out there with them. Uh, Turn internet over.